and welcome to PCTY Talks. I'm your host, Sherry Simpson. During our time together, we'll stay close to the news and info you need to succeed as an HR pro. And together, we'll explore topics around HR thought leadership, compliance, and real life HR situations we face every day. On today's episode, I thought we'd do something a little different as this is our last episode of the year. I've asked Kate Grimaldi to jump on with me and we're going to talk about HR in TV and movies. So Kate, thanks for jumping on. Thanks for having me today, Sherry. I think this topic is going to be a lot of fun and a great way to take a little break and end the year on a fun note. I can't believe how poorly HR is always represented. When I was like, doing my, you know, due diligence research on this topic. It's terrible. Like HR is represented horribly in TV and movies. Oh, absolutely. We are the police, the principal, the bad cop, the bad parent, pretty much any sort of disciplinarian ever made. That is who people like to compare HR to a hundred percent. And every time the office always comes up. So we definitely should start there. Oh, the office. Do you have the theme song? Wouldn't that be great if you could throw the theme song in uh, there right now? I definitely was going to, but there's this whole copyright thing. So you can't <laughs> use like snippets of stuff unless we critiqued it. I could play it and we could critique the song. <laughs> then we could use it. Uh, I don't know about that. Not a great song critiquer. I mean, like, I don't even know where to start with the office. <laughs> I mean, really in general, just HR in general is looked at as truly the disciplinarian, truly feelings of like, stay away from that person. Oh my gosh, they're in the room. Don't do something bad. Um, I mean, it just, I, all these bits about how like people just hate their HR person and how they're scared of their HR person. I don't know. It's just, it's just crazy to me. It's so funny to me that like, in, in the office, especially like Toby keeps trying, like God love him. He keeps trying to like be a good HR person, but just continues to like miss the mark. Um, so I, what I thought could be fun is we could also talk about like, what could they have done or what can we learn from their terrible HR character? Um, and I think Toby's a good one to be like, understanding of like what your employees actually want like can you imagine if he had had like a barbecue just him and Michael like hey what do you want to accomplish this year that sounds like a spinoff in itself but yeah I mean like so what I find interesting in that is you know one of the what is it during Jim's interview at corporate and they're like oh we have this very irritating HR guy here he's probably the only person you're not going to like it just like, and this happens a lot. I see this a lot in other TV shows and movies, but specifically here in the office, it's immediate pointed out, like, you're not going to like that person. There's no way you could like the HR person because they come with such a negative connotation. And I mean, I would, when I talk to people about what I do, I always remind people, you know, there's a lot of roles have very traditional ways of looking at them. All roles have changed over the years, but HR is that one role that continues to be I mean, I would assume it's like an elementary school principal, right? You probably don't want to go to the principal's office and that elementary school principal probably feels our pain. Oh, probably. maybe we should have some of those on the podcast. I think that's a great idea. You know, I've used, um, I like your example because I've used before, I've told people when they've asked me what I do or even internally when people have asked, I'm like, well, I'm a, I'm a business partner with HR skills. 
because that's really what we should be doing, you know? So, uh, I mean, sometimes people just laugh at me, like I'm being too creative with it. I usually say I do HR and people say, oh, oh, I'm like, oh, tell me more what those, what that sort of word means. It's probably because they watched Up in the Air. Do you remember that one with uh, George Clooney? Uh think I've seen everything George Clooney has ever been in, but you want to talk about the quintessential traditional like HR person. You only bring HR in to fire people. That's literally what his job was. He flew around the country and fired people. And I will not call out the company that did this to me, but I once started a career and in the first month they had held off. So I had to come in and fire a CFO, a director of operations and the head of maintenance. And I was like, oh, cool. This is going to set me up for success. I always find it interesting that whenever somebody wants to have a tough conversation, their assumption is that HR should do it for them. So instead of like in the movie, instead of the company just saying, Hey, we've fallen on hard times. Here's kind of what's coming. It's like, no, let's have this one person, this one HR person come in and just rapid fire people. I mean, and unfortunately, I mean, I've, I've lived that life I've spent, and I, again, won't name the company, but I spent quite a few months every day, eight hours a day, just laying people off. It's awful. And then to go watch a movie that's supposed to be enjoyable, <laughs> make like, oh, this is really what you do all day. It's like, man, we can't get away from it. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, that's, I mean, if you're in HR, you have all seen the news about the business leader who made the mistake of the mass firing on Zoom it's still out there, right? This idea that this is how we treat people. So if you're looking for a piece of nugget from this movie, it's be personal. Know that that conversation could be the worst day for somebody. And even though you have to be the person delivering the news, that doesn't mean you have to be insensitive. I always find when I talk to people, genuinely talk to people about HR and what I do, not just the, oh, interesting. You know, I try and remind people too that, my job is also really a facilitator and that my job is genuinely to help people achieve success. So my goal is to help connect them with others, to help find new ways of having conversations. And the goal is not disciplinarian. HR, if you look it up in the dictionary, does not equal disciplinarian, despite how many people would like to say that. Um, and I would say that you know, when you are talking about your own work, I always encourage people, if you are in HR and you are talking about it, talk about it in a way that makes you feel proud because that will ooze and other people will feel that way. And so if you give them that sort of traditional way of looking at something, if you give them the ability to say, oh yeah, you're in HR, ugh, and you don't sort of cut that off, that's what it's always going to be. But if you start with, yeah, I have a really cool job. I get to do X, Y, and Z. People get excited for you. And they're probably, you know, I just, I think it's also on us as HR people to make sure that we're uh, changing the narrative for what it is that we do. A hundred percent. I, I will add to that. I think something that's always good to have in your back pocket when you are talking to people is what is something, a project or a program that you're working on right now that you're really excited about that's going to impact the business. I think it's so cool sharing that stuff because not only can you connect the dots for like what HR really is, but then you can like be frank, you can boast a little bit about the work that you're yeah. doing that impacts the bottom line. I think too, your excitement translates a lot easier than a very dry response. Like, oh, I do this for a living. Right. Um, I notice when I ask other people and someone tells me, 
what they teach. I can tell their excitement transfers over if they tell me they teach a certain grade or a certain subject and they're really excited about it. I have a friend who teaches high school English. And when she talks about it, it's as if she has like the best job in the entire world. I've never seen someone so excited talking about teaching high school English. And so that excitement transfers to me. There've been many times where I'm like, oh, wow, that'd be really cool. I don't actually wanna teach high school English, but after talking to her, I'm like, maybe I do. So I would always encourage people to think the same way if you're talking about HR. Because the things you get excited about, other people will feel that. And that kind of goes right into the next character that I looked up that we're talking about that um, kind of portrays HR like has no fun. So for those of you who've seen Christmas Office Party, the rated R movie, so I'll put that out there. It's in case you're listening and you want to go watch it. Um, there's a character played by Kate McKinnon called Mary Winetoss, and she is the HR representative. And she is like everything old school HR, you know, the fun committee, but with rules, you know, she's the one wearing the ugly Christmas sweater and, and trying to get the cheer up in the office, but, um, but definitely still portrayed as like the rule follower. Like, no, we can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. I, I actually, you know, for those listening, I sent Kate a TikTok this morning that was literally about HR leaving the <laughs> office party early and all the things that happen when you walk away. Wait, okay. So one, that TikTok was hilarious. I may have watched it more than once Two, I would actually say that I'm kind of the opposite. I feel like I'm usually the last one at the party and I'm watching for all the fun hijinks. I'm watching for all the fun to happen. And I find that when I'm having a good time, there's actually less what I would say maybe inappropriate things that happen because people are less on edge. They're not waiting for me to leave. They know that I can have a great time and play a party game or I can, I've, I've gone out and danced on the dance floor. You can dance without making anybody uncomfortable. You can just have a good time. So, I mean, I think if you are that HR person, especially if you're an HR person of one and you're at, you know, you went to that holiday party or you're planning your, you know, your after holiday party, people are going to do what you do. And if you're having a good time, good, clean, enjoyable, appropriate fun, other people are going to be less likely to be focused on all the other stuff, you know, that they could be doing once you leave. And then if they do want to do that stuff when you leave, great. But don't sacrifice yourself. I read an article a while back where they were saying they actually encouraged HR people. I think I told you about this. And they encourage HR people to leave the party early so people have a good time. And I was like, what? That is totally the opposite of what we're trying to tell people. No. Why doesn't the HR person need to have a good time? I always never understood that. I saw a video the other day um, on Instagram where they were joking about HR people standing in the corner at the holiday party. Why? Why can't the HR people have a good time? We are just as much fun as anybody else. I am a lot of fun. I'm a fun girl, some would say. I, I would agree. I would totally agree. The last Christmas party that we had in person, so 2019, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I remember being like one of the last people there. Like the lights came on. Like we danced. I have this amazing video of like half our HR team dancing together. And it was a great time. You know, I, it, no judgment. Nobody was like, oh my gosh, HR is out there on the floor dancing. It's like, we're human too. We'll forget that, right? Um, Sherry, when you were thinking of all of these different things in TV and movies, did you remember the Drew Carey show? Did you remember that Drew is an HR person? You know, whenever I think of the Drew Carey show, all I can think of is that character Mimi that he had. That's like, all I think about. 
Mimi is the only person I think about and her eyeshadow and her hair. Right. And how much he was kind of the worst to her. He wasn't actually a good coworker when no. it came to her. He was so mean to her. I did remember him because, so I, I looked up, I had this clip that I would have loved to have played for, for the audience, but it was Drew re-recording or recording a new sexual harassment training. Oh my gosh. The cringe factor was off the charts, but it just reminded me like how hard we have to try sometimes in HR to like get things out the door. And sometimes we don't have the money to go buy the latest thing, or we don't have a multimedia team. You know, we're really lucky here at Pilosity that we have that. Um, and we have really great resources like that, but sometimes you have to create that stuff yourself. And, oh man, I had a good laugh. If you, if you want to check out that clip, you can look it up on YouTube, but, um, it's pretty funny, but, um, it, he comes across as like a lovable loser HR kind of person. Oh, a hundred percent. He does us no favors though. He shredded her vacation requests right. and, you know, pretended to be Antonio Banderas and destroyed her clothes. And, you know, he wasn't, he definitely was not an HR person that I would say you should look to if you want some tips or tricks. But I think again, it just goes to show how Hollywood likes to portray certain people in certain groups. And that's probably a longer conversation for another day. But I mean, Hollywood is not the place that I would encourage anyone to go to if you're looking for a true understanding of what someone does. Absolutely. Well, Kate, this has been a, a quick a quick bite, I guess, for an episode um, as we kind of go into the holiday season or come out of the holiday season. I would love to hear from our audience if there are other HR representations in TV and movie that you like, don't like, um, think we should do an extended training slash series on, um, shoot us a message at uh, pctytalks at polyelocity.com. We'd love to hear from you. I also still think, Sherry, that we should write that book and then we should get that book picked up for a movie. And I feel like it'd be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Everybody's got that HR book that they're writing with all the amazing experiences we've been through. Thanks for having me, Sherry. Love being here again. Thanks, Kate. Happy holidays to everybody. This podcast is brought to you by Paylocity, a leading HCM provider that frees you from the tasks of today so you can focus more on the promise of tomorrow. If you'd like to submit a topic or appear as a guest on a future episode, email us at pctytalks at paylocity.com. <laughs>